We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Bobby fans? This is Joe Hayden coming out of retirement. Felt bad. I had Al G. Al Keith Sweat call me and ask me to call in, but I didn't. But I'm calling in now to give you my suggestion. Falcons by 17 whoop the Patriots, yada, 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 because I can't stand them. Good job, Atlanta. Um, can't hate. You're looking great, but I can hate on the Brady. Good job, Falcons. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's happening, Q? What's up, Rock? Ladies. <laughs> Not much, man. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> We're getting ready for the Super Bowl, man. Getting excited. And I'm also joined with uh, Keeping It Sexy, Al G. What's happening, Al? Oh, my shut. Watching the clock, man. Watching the calendar, man. Marking them days off. I know, man. Six days, man. Getting ready. I know it, man. It can't come soon enough. I know. <laughs> and, uh, fellas, we have a special guest with us here tonight. Uh, we have a host over at uh, at uh, WATB 1420 AM, the Fan Zone. We have Mr. Todd Quarter in the house. How, how are you, Todd? I'm great. How are you guys this evening? We're excited. Ooh, ooh. Very good, good, good. We're just we just We're in unbelief that after all these years, we're finally, it's happening, you know? We're going back to the Super Bowl. It's happening, man. Happening. It's only been this like 18 real. years. It hasn't been that long. It's only been like 18 years. <laughs> this, this, this is still real, though. This is real. Oh, yeah, it's real. I have to pinch myself every morning. Cool, man. Yeah, man. yeah it's exciting time. It is. It is, man. Are you, are you excited about it, Todd? Oh, I'm extremely excited about it. It's been, what, 18 years since uh, 98, the last time they were there? Yes. Uh, they yep. played Denver, got, got mm-hmm. pretty handily. Uh, that was a surprise season also, and this year to me is a major surprise. Nobody saw this coming, especially after they were 7-5 and five after the pick six and the pick two against Kansas City, and then they went on this run. As you guys know, they, the schedule was favorable for them down the stretch. They got to play the Rams and the 49ers, who are the gift that keeps on giving in professional football, and then they, uh, and then they were playing – a, a Carolina team who clearly gave up on their season and played a talented New Orleans team offensively, but defensively they're a mess. <laughs> right. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. And the yeah. run against Seattle, it seemed like the defense is getting better every week. Uh, they played pretty well against the Seahawks. 
and then I think their best game of the season, they saved it the best for last in the last game in the Georgia Dome by spanking the Packers all over the field. They did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful sight, man, if you ask me. Been waiting for that for a long time. I don't know, well, very well put. Unbelievable season. It sort of remind, it reminds me a lot of weight of the 98 season. Nobody expected this. Yeah. And Nobody expected it. Team, well, uh, the 98 team went, what, 14-2? and 14-2. and two. Beat a 15-1 Minnesota team and the NFC the, Championship The team. highest scoring offense at the time. Well, yeah, and, and this here is enough. This, this club here is, is, is the greatest show on turf since 2000. They put up, as you guys know, a ton of points. They can score them in a hurry. Oh, yeah. They can run the ball down your throat, or they can hit you with a big play. And my favorite play was when Julio Jones swatted those two Packers like DBs like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was everybody's I mean, uh, best play. You would have thought there were mosquitoes out on the field at the Georgia Dome, and he was just swatting them away. I mean, <laughs> just an incredible football player Julio Jones is. He is. Yes, he, he he's he's like he's unreal, man. He, he's totally. He's unreal. my vote for MVP. I mean, everybody's screaming Matt, but I mean Julio is the. I mean, he's the best receiver in football now that Calvin Johnson's gone. Yeah. Julio is the best receiver in football. Well, it's interesting Good. you mentioned Calvin Johnson. You played out of Georgia Tech, played for the Lions for for many years. Kind of did the same thing Barry Sanders did after ten years. I want my body for the future and left. So, um, you know, a lot of folks thought it was the Lions. It was it was those players. They were done. So it just, it's right. kind of ironic that it happened to the Lions not only once, right. but twice. But twice. And, right. And, you know, Falcon fans talk about their history of futility. If you're a Lions fan, which I'm from Michigan originally, I had season tickets in the old Silverdome. My dad and I used to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> the Lions have won one playoff game since 1957. Wow. One playoff game since Man. 1957. That's it. Damn. So, yeah. Mm. So, if you think you're feeling bad as a Falcons fan, could you imagine what the Lions fan feels? <laughs> Chicago oh, comes after. <laughs> Chicago. Until the Cubs, well, hey, the Cubs won it all this year. Anything yeah. can happen. Wouldn't it be ironic if the Cubs and the Falcons won at the same season? I think it's going to oh, happen, Todd. I, I, I really think it's going to happen. Well, think about this. You also had the Cleveland Cavaliers winning a championship, first championship in Cleveland in a long time. So how ironic that this three-peat of utility could end. Mm. Yeah. I mean, every everybody has their day, man. And, you know, the, the usual suspects, you know, they can't stay on top all the time. And uh, we and we know the the biggest culprit, uh, the the Patriots, man. I, th- I think it's time for that to, to uh, come to an end, and I think it's going to start on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But that's just my opinion. Well, it's going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out. This is the Yankees of the NFL. The Braves know they know what it's like to play the Yankees. They weren't able to slay that dragon. They had a couple opportunities to do it. They weren't able to do so in '96 and '99. Uh, this club here is going to get a shot. As you guys all know, they're going up against who I went to Michigan. I think one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time in Tom Brady. 
we all know the numbers. He's won it four times, going for number five, playing his seventh Super Bowl, won 11 AFC, you know, he's been in 11 AFC championship games, beat all the records. Um, this to me would be, it would probably be the greatest feat in Atlanta sports history if the Falcons pulled this off. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Even more so than the 95 Braves, or even the 91 season where they didn't win it all, where they played the Twins right. in, in Game 7 of the World Series and lost by a run. I just think this would be the, 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 most, the, the best feat in Atlanta sports ever. It would it would be phenomenal to beat New England. I'm not sure if they're going to do it. Right. Um, I'm not sure. Well, it, uh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Ty, why, why are you not sure? Well, what, 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 do you, what, what's, what's stopping? What's making you hesitate that uh, that you're not so sure about? Oh, it? oh, I can tell you his name's Bill Belichick, and he has two weeks to prepare. <laughs> well, that's, that's one. But honestly, you, you've got a New England club that's given up the least amount of points than anybody in the NFL. Right. Their offense is second and third. I do think they have a better defense in Atlanta. Now, any given day, anything can happen. The Falcons' defense has slowly improved. Um, what is it? The first 10 games of the, you know, the first, what, uh, 10 games of the season, they were giving up almost 20 points a game. You know, 30 points a game. They cut it down to around 19 the second half of the season. Yeah. So, it's really improved. The rookies, to me, are what's really made the defense. Yeah. Uh, they, they're yeah. really jumped. His play is really improved. And then, of course, we all know about Beasley out of Clemson. Wow, what a season. Right, yeah. We thought he was a bust, and he definitely has turned it around. No. <laughs> well, he, not, but I think the key, see, the key to me for the Falcons offensively was the acquisition of Alex Mack. Think yeah. about this. I agree. He's the one that solidified this offensive line, uh, career years from Matthews. Um, you're, you know, everybody's just playing really well. Uh, you know, Falcons have waited for Matthews to really step into his own. He has. And then on defense, you got some leadership uh, from Freeney. And I really think Dwight Freeney has been a key in helping Beasley all along. Then you've had Jones and the speed. You've had Campbell. Um, uh, you know, the secondary. You had your injury, but Trufant, Collins came along. This team has really overcame a lot in a short period of time. Right. And really, you know, the play of Matt Ryan, to me, he went from a good quarterback to very good to great. Right. And I mean, what can you say? I mean, they throw the ball all over the place. You can't key on Julio Jones. You can't key on Julio Jones at all. Right. Um, But if I was going to pick a winner, and hey, I've been wrong all along, so you'll like to hear this. <laughs> I didn't pick them to beat Seattle. I didn't pick them to beat Green Bay. Right. I'm not picking mm. them to beat Lakeland. Um, <laughs> you, 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 just because of the experience. Right. And, you know, uh, uh, um, and I'm afraid turnovers are going to be the key. Atlanta hasn't turned the ball over, right. but New England seems to get teams to turn the ball over. Right. And when you look at the history of the Super Bowl, um, I'm not a big stat guy, right. but the 50 Super Bowls have been played. The losers turned it over 158 times. The winners only turned it over 56. That's like three to one. 
And that's bigger. It's, there's hasn't been this a big discrepancy like there was in the conference championship games. There's not as big, nor the divisional playoffs, nor the regular season. The Super Bowl seems to bring out the worst and the loser. Now, I'm not saying Atlanta's going to turn it over three times in New England right. once, but I think New England's defense is an opportunistic defense. Right. They do get people to turn it over. They give up a lot of yards. Now, if Atlanta can get inside that 20 and score touchdowns instead of field goals, then we're going to get into a scenario where whoever has the ball last is going to win. And, that, and that's honestly what I think it's going to come down to is whoever gets the ball win. Whoever gets the last is going to win. And gosh, when I look at, at New England's defensive line, which is really underrated with Allen Branch, right. um, the defensive tackle, they don't allow much rushing yards. Where Atlanta's defense is giving up more rushing yards per game. And the turnovers in the running game, it's like, I think the difference, I think for New England, you're going to lot of see. You're going to see a lot of blount on the football. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to pound it in there, yeah. control the clock, yeah. and wear Atlanta out. And I think that's what ultimately, eventually, it's going to come down to. I hope not. Um, I hope not. I don't mean to be Debbie Downer. I've been wrong all along. So prove <laughs> me wrong one more week. <laughs> yeah, because New, New England, New England hadn't really seen a power offense like this all season. So this is going to be a real test for their defense as well. So they haven't seen speed like this. Go ahead. I mean, they played the Steelers. They played the Steelers. Well, that's right. They played Mr. Facebook Live. Everybody knows all about that. So um, with the Facebook Live video with Antonio Brown, so they shut down Mr. Facebook Live. But um, <laughs> uh-huh. and, and Pittsburgh has a great talent, but they also lost. You guys know Le'Veon Bell got hurt in the game, and I think exactly. that's for yeah. the Steelers. Yeah. So, but I, I, I tell you what. That's why it's always good to have a two-headed monster. <laughs> exactly. Well, you just you hit it, you hit it right on the nail. Throwing the ball, not only running these guys, but throwing it to them on a wheel route, spreading out mm-hmm. that swing with defense, getting the linebackers in a situation where they got to cover. I think that's Atlanta's best bet. I'm gonna tell yeah, you guys something. Go ahead, I'm gonna Kim. tell you guys something that something I do every week just for shits and giggles i have all these apps downloaded on my phone with different radio apps and whatnot i have you know serious satellite radio i have you know radio.com and all this stuff but something i like to do every friday is i like to go and listen to the opposing team's radio station yeah mm-hmm. so so <clears throat> not waiting until friday i've kind of been doing it i did it today and i did it uh thursday and friday last week i've been listening to uh in a, a new england sports talk radio station listening to their callers calling in, listen to their announcers talking, you know, the, the radio hosts talking. And these guys seem to believe that this is going to be the outcome of the last time the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. I mean, they honestly feel like, they, in my opinion, they honestly feel like they've right. already won. I mean, they don't feel like yeah. the Falcons are any competition to them. I mean, it is crazy how over, how confident, I was going to say overconfident, but how confident these New England uh, fans are. And if, if anybody uh, wants to check it out, I mean, you know, there's, um, I can give you some radio stations to go listen to after the show, but you know, go go, go online and listen to some of these New England radio sports talk stations. And they feel like it, they already want it. Their biggest thing, their biggest thing that they're talking about in New England right now is 
uh, Roger Goodell having to hand over the trophy to Tom Brady and Bill Belichick after this season where, you know, they thought it was a witch hunt from Roger Goodell, you know, with the whole deflate gate and whatnot. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they just honestly feel like that's the most popular topic of the Super Bowl. It they, is. They've already said, hey, we won it. They, they're saying, hey, how how interesting is it going to be for Roger Goodell to hand over that trophy after he ditched us two weeks in a row by going to Atlanta two weeks in a row? Roger Goodell was in Atlanta for Seattle and Green Bay, never made an appearance at either one of the uh, Patriots games. So, I mean, that's that's all they're talking about is just shoving it down Roger Goodell's throat. Maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's a bad thing, but that's what they're focused on right now. And, and they're not even worried about the Falcons. Well, I, I can rest assured you the players don't feel that way. If you've heard the interviews, you've heard Tom Brady and company, they have the utmost respect for Atlanta. And, you know, I think the fans are a little naive up there. I think this game's going to come down at the very end. But I think they have I to think. go through the motions. They have to go through the motions. Tom can't come out and go, these guys are soft, and we got a game plan, and we're going to kill them. Tom has to go through the emotions to sell tickets, to sell, you know, to sell the game. I mean, he can't. He just can't come out there and, and speak from the heart. Well, I think he mm-hmm. thinks it's going to be. I, look, I think, I think he. What he said is what he believes in. He thinks it's true. He thinks Atlanta's the best team they played all season long, and they're going to play a spectacular game to beat them. I do believe that. The fans and the players always have a different perspective, right. just like the fans here think uh, that Atlanta's going to win, and the fans there think New England's going to pull them out. Me, I, I think New England's going to win, but it's going to be extremely close, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons pulled it out. What kind of final score are you? What, what kind of final score are you thinking? I was thinking something around 34-28, but what are you thinking? Wow. And, uh, I, and, I was, and, I, and, and I'm going New England, 34-28 New England, by the way. I'm, I don't know. Um, you know, last year's Super Bowl between Denver and Carolina, this kind of reminds me a little bit of it in a way. Uh, Carolina came in with the flying offense, and Denver had a great defense. I don't think this New England defense is as good is Denver last year, and I think this Atlanta offense is better than Carolina's. So I'm gonna say, gosh, I'm gonna say like 31. I'm gonna say, I thought about it, 31 to 30, New England kicks a field goal as time expires. That's wow. what I'm thinking, that close. Oh, I, wow. it's, 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 that's what I'm thinking. Something like that. Mm. Um, uh, I don't know. The last, the last time, game. the last time we saw the number one offense against the number one defense was the uh, the uh, Patriots 2001 Super Bowl when they faced the you already mentioned it before the greatest show on turf that St. Louis Rams, Rams team with with Kurt Warner and uh, they're able to to, to to you know to win that game. So you know th- uh, there's a lot of things about this game that, that worry me. With- I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think that defense is as good. I mean, I think that New England defense was better than the one that today. Oh, and I all right. Atlanta's offense is more versatile than the Rams was. Throwing Let me throw ball. this at you then. Let me throw this at you then. The last okay. time, the last time we saw number one offense against number two, number one defense was the um, Denver Seattle game, where uh, Seattle just killed Denver. That was a number right. one offense against number number one defense game, and so. The, the signs are pointing towards defense wins games, so 
That's yeah, I, that's that where I think so, too. But I'll tell you what, though, Atlanta has something these other teams didn't. And not only can they run the ball to these backs, they can throw it and they can spread you out. Exactly. And it's really hard for a linebacker to cover a running back. Now, I think New England's going to make some adjustments and throw five or six DBs out on the field. But you got to remember, these are backups that are coming in the game. Or they're having safeties try to cover these these running backs, and nobody's been able to, to to cover them all year. When you look at Atlanta, the best team team that's done the best in, in, in stopping the Falcons' offense right. was the Eagles during the season. Mm-hmm. And the reason was is they right. got to Matt Ryan and knocked him on his keister. Right. If they can get to Matt Ryan and knock him off his spot. Then, then, then you've got problems. But, you know, guys, I can't say the job what Kyle Shanahan has done. Right. He's changed Matt Ryan's game. Matt refused to change last year, in my opinion. Right. He was skeptical. But this year, he's slimmed down. He's able to roll out. He's quicker. I couldn't believe when he ran that 14-yard touchdown <laughs> against Green Bay. I said, who in the hell is that, man? Yeah. I mean, that was not the Matt that was not Matt Ryan running. Uh, you, you would have thought, you know, he was shot or something in the buttocks the way he was running. I mean, his, his speed is, he's yeah. gotten a lot faster. <laughs> he has, man. So, and, and, he, and he can, throw the, he can throw the deep ball downfield. It's not the most accurate deep ball, but with Julio <laughs> Jones waiting there for the catch, that that's really helped. And I heard he worked with a baseball pitcher during the offseason. And so, you know, whatever whatever it takes... But the thing that concerns me is, and not looking past the Super Bowl, because I know we're here to talk about the Super Bowl, is Kyle Shanahan more than likely is gone. So that means we're going to bring in a new offensive coordinator next season. And I'm kind of worried about what this, what Kyle Shanahan departing means for the Falcons team in the future. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Somebody will come in there, mm-hmm. right. take some slight adjustments, and they'll be running the same show. Somebody that's, that what, that's what you want to believe. Shanahan. That's right. what you want to believe, but all these offense coordinators are so big-headed. They figure their offense is the best <laughs> offense. They got the game plan. I just, I, I think it's hard to check the ego at the door, and that's what worries me about next year's offense. Well, you know, it's so funny. This time last year, everybody was ready to run Shanahan out of town. It's just what a difference a year makes. I mean, I, I didn't think it was Shanahan last year. I thought it was the players. They needed, they needed to step up and play well, and they've done that. So I don't. Most mm-hmm. of the time, I don't think it's the coaches. Hmm. I think it's the players. The even, players are the ones that play to win the games, not the coaches. Even with you no, know, right. with but with with the the baggage that came with Shanahan with RG three and 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 in Cleveland, he didn't have the best reputation. You you still thought it was it was more. He, the, he the had play. a great season with RG three in Cleveland that first year. Well, I mean, he. But then, but we all heard the controversy, you know. Well, you're always going to hear something when you're not winning. That's just the way it is. Right. It, it's never going to change. Uh, winning takes care of everything, in my opinion. Um, right. Agreed. They, they talk about locker room chemi- chemistry. No, it's winning. Winning. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves the winner, and if you're losing, everybody wants to blame everybody. Um, you guys mentioned the New England fans. I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, but you you – is, is the Dan Shaughnessy article. You guys know all about that I was, out of Boston Globe. Yes, I was going to – I have that right here in my notes, actually. I don't know. Somebody catch me up to speed, please. Well, he – Well, the Shaughnessy – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'll no, let you do that. No, no, go, go ahead, Todd. Go ahead. That's fine. Well, the Shaughnessy situation to me is really simple. 
he said Atlanta's a bad sports town right. because, you know, there are no championships here. Uh, you have one championship in, in, in 51 years of sports. Uh, sometimes it had four teams that couldn't keep two hockey teams. And, you know, Atlanta basically is a transplant town, and, and it's not a good sports town. I disagree. I think Atlanta is a good sports town. It's different, just like it's different up there. Right. College sports up there, yeah, Boston College and Penn State. The rest stink. Right. It's just the way it is. They don't. It's all professional sports. It's all the Red Sox, the Bruins, right. the Celtics, and the Patriots. Here, this is a college sport-dominated town. It's Georgia. It's Auburn. It's Florida State. Alabama. You have all these different lone eyes here. Clemson. It's just different here. They don't emphasize professional sports right. like they do up in the Northeast. It's all Yeah, I agree sports. with that. I agree with that. I had season tickets for, if Poop was on the phone, he could tell me how long we had season tickets for. But we had season tickets for at least five to seven years to the Falcons. And the one thing we noticed, whenever a big team came to town, those fans that those Falcons fans that sat with us in our section, they were they were MIA. We had terrible towels well, waving. We you know right. we, we played oh, a game yeah. we played a game against the Chicago Bears where we had to use a silent count because the Bears fans were so loud. It was it was almost like playing a road game. And, and when well, Seattle you, came to town, it was the same breeds, thing. Right, tradition breeds winning. You know, a lot of these teams have changed uniforms here in this section of the country. Or you know what the Green Bay Packers are wearing every Sunday. You know what the Bears are wearing. You know what the Steelers are wearing. And when you change your identity frequently to try to get people in, you got a lot of transplants here. They're not going for that. They're going for the tradition. They're going for the team that they backed when they were a kid. Um, and I just mm. think it's it's different. Now, I, I think, honestly, even mm -hmm. the winning, it'll still be tough to crack. You're still going to get teams in from other markets. Even when the Braves are winning, if the Yankees and Red Sox came into town, the place was 55th. So I think it's really going to be tough to change. I, here, the college sports are tremendous. I mean, look, you've got, like I said, you have Georgia. Right. It's just different. And for him to criticize it kind of shows how shallow he is in his thinking. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's it's to me it's it's you have to you have to really know the crux of the problem before you start talking about it. Yeah, mm. and that's true. And I don't know if you guys seen this guy, but I think the curls on his head may be affecting his thinking. But that's just me. He has a very fresh. Right. You got to remember this. <laughs> this guy's living up there. He probably hasn't seen this the 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 sun very often because uh, you know the sun's not shining up there very often. So it's a rough winter if you've ever spent a winter up there. Uh, it's it's real. It's real cold and real long, and it can get real depressing unless you love skiing or snowmobiling. Hey, something I did yesterday was I don't I don't know if you guys have seen the new the latest Sports Illustrated magazine no. with Brady and and uh, Matt Ryan on the cover. They did a really good article on the Falcons, and um, Matt talked about it, and and a majority of the article was about Michael Vick. I mean, it was supposed it's was, it was supposed to be an article about these guys going to the Super Bowl, I would think. But everyone talked about Michael Vick and how since Michael Vick departed under whatever circumstances he did, people just are not there with Matt Ryan yet. They're still they're still wanting that that Michael Vick sensation, that that black quarterback. I, I think the city is still separated. And I think that's, you know, that's that has a lot to do with um, <clears throat> with why, you well, know, we see so many other teams in the dome 
and Falcons fans are so willing to sell their tickets off to Seattle fans or Green Bay or New England or Pittsburgh, whoever comes to town, uh, there's a lot of people still here that are just big Mike, big supporters. And if you haven't read that article, I'd say definitely go read that article. It was a, it was, it's like seven pages long, but it was a good read. And even, you know, they talked to Matt about it. And Matt said, you know, I'm not trying to do better than Mike Vick. I'm trying to do the best job that I can do. And uh, and I hope that people join the bandwagon and see, hey, I'm just here to do the best job I can do and not replace Mike Vick. But they're, from reading that article, there right. is still a lot of Mike Vick love in Atlanta, and people don't want to let go of those Mike Vick days yet. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that. Uh, Mike Vick was an exciting quarterback here but he's not near the quarterback Matt Ryan is or or Mike Vick. This season? Even his best this season? Years. I think, period, I don't think Mike Vick was ever as good as Matt Ryan. I, I don't. Even with Mike Vick and his running around and making all these spectacular plays, uh, yes, he did a great job when the Falcons went to the NFC Championship game against the Eagles, but he can't throw the ball like, like Matt Ryan. He's not an accurate passer mm-hmm. like Matt Ryan mm-hmm. is. I think, yes, he can get out of trouble. He's an excellent scrambler. But, you know, to me, this you've got to have a quarterback that can drop back, read the defenses consistently, and throw the ball and not turn it over and run around with one hand on the football. You're thinking he's going to get hit and, and turn it over. And, you know, that's kind of when, when Dan Reeves came here, he was really successful with Chris Chandler. You guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. Then he yeah. went to Mike Vick. And he was really excited with Mike Vick, and it seemed like the Falcons, to me, put all their eggs in Mike Vick's basket, and and, 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 and it burned him because it, he, he ended up getting, as we all know, the dogfighting issue. He ended up getting, you know, sent out of town. Uh, Reeves ended up getting fired, which to me was the biggest mistake Arthur Blank ever made, is firing Dan Reeves. They should have stuck with Dan Reeves. They brought in um, uh, Maury Jr., and he did take him to the conference championship game. But I'm going to sit here and tell you, Dan Reeves would have done the same job had they kept him there. Wow. I mean, think about it. The Falcons. I, I agree. Teams that, well, just think the Falcons are one of the few teams that went into Green Bay right. and beat Green Bay in the playoffs. Mike With a young Mike that. Vick. He was young. Right. That's right. So, I mean, there were some great times. But to me, what Dan Reeves did for the Falcons, yeah. he's still prominent here in the Atlanta area. You can listen to him on the radio all the time. Uh, a tremendous... You can, you can catch him at the Popeyes in Sandy Springs. He loves fried chicken. <laughs> I saw him there twice. <laughs> Dan Reeves. Mm-hmm. Even, even after the heart Yes, even after the heart attack, he was still eating fried chicken at Popeyes. <laughs> well, he yeah. was a fantastic player for the Cowboys. He played in the ice bowl in Green Bay back in... Um, I believe that was 67. Right. So, um, you know, he was a tailback. So uh, just, you know, it shows you Dan Reeves has been around the NFL for a long, long time. All right, um, fellas. Yeah, he son-in-law was a special teams coach here. Go ahead, Al. No, I'm going to say he pretty much set that foundation up for Jim Mora Jr. when he got here. So that foundation was pretty built when Jim Mora took over. So he just had to ride the wave. Well, I mean, you know, it's so funny when you talk about the history of the Falcons and before the Arthur Blank took over, they were one Super Bowl since Arthur Blank has been the owner. What? 15 years now, they've been to two Super Bowls. This will be their second one, and they played in three AFC championship games. So um, that's that's pretty good. That was great. That's, oh, yeah. um, that's, 
in this league, you, there's only so many New Englands and so right. many Pittsburghs and right. so many Dallases. Everybody else. Did Arthur, did Arthur Blank own the Falcons? Tires. Did Arthur Blank own the Falcons when? Did Arthur Blank own the Falcons when they went to the '98 Super Bowl? No, I don't. No, think so. no, no, the, no, 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 no. Right. Family owned the team. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Arthur bought it about. Uh, I want to say. How many years is he on the team now? 15, 16? 2002, something like that? I don't know. Right, 15, 16 years he's on the club. They went to the conference championship game against Philadelphia. They lost the one against Jim Harbaugh's 49ers a few years Mm. ago and then this year. So, you know, the Falcons, to me, I mean, you got to give Mike Smith a lot of credit in this, too, guys. You do. You know, he's the only coach in this team's history that, that took the team to back-to-back winning seasons for the first time in, in the franchise's history. Not even Dan Reeves did that. And Mike Smith had a record, a winning record, five years in a row. Wow. And then Arthur fought, fired him after two seasons. And I thought, man, he pulled the trigger too soon. But, yeah, uh, I agree. You know, Quinn changed the team. Quinn is a defensive-minded guy. Uh, he's more up. He's hang on, more, hang on a second know, though. Did, did, Quinn, did Quinn change the team, or was that Rich McKay? I mean, he did. He made well, some, some moves when he got under pressure to, you know, jump up and take Julio and and to bring in some of these other players. I think a, yeah, one that mistake that he made Quinn that I hated. Got there. That yeah. was right, right, right. Quinn got there. Right, Quinn's but I'm saying I think Quinn's he shaped the future. Sure, Quinn's job was to 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 change the defense to make it faster and he's done that he's done that with with the young players we've already previously mentioned right. i like to call mm-hmm. them guys that can tackle in space that are really fast go from <laughs> sideline to sideline this is a very fast defense and it's evolving quickly i've heard people talk about a dynasty here in atlanta they could go right. back next year and as you guys know the nfl stands for not for long one injury and you can be four and 12 the next season that's so true. I think you know, one taking it one game at a time is is the proper perspective. All right. Well, wow, that was pretty. I mean, very interesting stuff. Man. Who, who gets that Rookie of the Year award this year? I think it's a Falcons player that gets the Rookie of the Year award. It should be Rookie. Wow, I don't know. It's going to be kind of hard to. I think it's I think it's Deion Jones. Well, you got the kids in Dallas. They're both yeah, really off yeah. Oh, other. Ezekiel Elliott. And Prescott yeah. and Ezekiel and Elliott. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Deion Jones is, go, is is going to get the rookie of the year. Yeah, I think that's going to come I, from I, Dallas. I do not. Yeah, I think that's you're right. I, I think that's coming from Dallas. I agree too, but I think it should go to Deion Jones. I know. I, I agree. Now the him. MVP, the MVP could go to Matt Ryan, but I tell you oh, what, it will. the MVP it will. seven. If they haven't fared very well in the Super Bowl, so let's not give it to him and maybe he wins the Super Bowl instead. Because <laughs> you know the MVPs have not fared hey, well of the league. He's going to win a bowl. Yeah, he, he has to win a bowl. Well, <laughs> oh, he's probably going to win the MVP. It's either that or it's between him and Aaron Rodgers. Brady missed four games. Right. Whether mm-hmm. you think Deflate Gate was good or not, I honestly. My view on Deflategate, I'll say it real quick. Say it. I think it's all a bunch of hogwash. I think they could play for the beach ball and they would have beat them by 40. So, <laughs> I, I agree. Todd, I agree. Todd, and that's why Roger Goodell did not go to New England for a well, playoff game. Well, Todd, you bring that up. Okay. Deflategate, you know, that was, you know, neither here nor there. But what about the history of the issues of cheating? Like, uh, you know, Spygate. 
And I think it's been another. That's a different issue. You know why? Because those referees touch the ball on every play. They exchange the ball and every play. There was a ball, new ball every play. You right. never heard the referee say anything about it during Amen. the game. They didn't stop the game. They let the game go. I don't think New England did anything wrong there. Now, in terms of Spygate, right. yes, if you're cheating and trying to find other people's plays, even if you know them, you still have to stop them. So, you know, right. New England to me is still, I don't really look at Spygate and go, well, you should put an asterisk next to the Patriots. No, they've done it for how many years now? <laughs> 17, 18 years, phenomenal. It, they have, but I mean, it's hard to, to to overlook that that it's happened more than once, you know, whether it was true or not, sure. you know, but it, you still have to look at that with one eye, you know, it's like, can it, you have to put something there. You can't hey, say, hey, they hey, hey, listen, 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 my dad told me at this first divorce, it ain't cheating unless you get caught. <laughs> 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 that's true. <laughs> that's right. true man. I don't know how to answer that one, Keith. <laughs> well, I mean, that could be a different. Uh, that's definitely some different issues altogether. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> All right, fellas. Yeah, but, golly. Before we okay, we're gonna we're gonna uh, start wrapping it up pretty soon. But before we do that, let's talk about one of the big stories that came out today, which. It could be or could not be a, an issue, but it sounds like it. About, what, what, Muslims can't go to the Super Bowl because they can't make it? <laughs> wow. Too soon. What? What did he say? I thought he was talking about Muslims can't come to the Super Bowl because they can't travel right now. That's what I thought he was going to. Too I'm sorry. Soon. I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Too real? Too no, real? No, not, not that old, that that big story. I'm talking about defunding. You guys need to get Sean Hannity on the program here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he won't return my calls. But. Hey, we got you, and you sound like one of my best, uh, my favorite sportcasters. I'm sure you've heard this before. You kind of remind me of Pharrell. You know Pharrell from Satellite Radio? Oh, um, oh, uh, Pharrell. Oh, my gosh. I used to listen to him do play-by-play for the Capitals, man. I used to crack <laughs> up at that. Yeah. He, what was one of his lines? Shake it up, baby. He's still doing sports radio. I think it's up somewhere in New York City. He's still on satellite radio too. He has a satellite, you know, uh, Sirius XM show. I still hear him yep. from time to time. I think it's out in New York City. Yep. Yeah. He's doing well. So have you guys heard yeah, about? Yeah. You know, I do play. I was going to say, I'm play. sorry. I do play by play hockey for the Atlanta Capitals of the NA3HL. Okay. Uh, you can go down. You guys should come to a game. They've got five home games left. They're in first place in the NA3HL South. You what do they play? To, yeah, where do they play? Okay, that's great. I'm glad you asked. You go straight down Roswell Road. If you're coming from, you know, coming from the northern suburbs, which I'm coming from, you go all the okay. way down Roswell Road. You keep going. You keep going till you cross 285. Once you cross over the bridge, it's the first building on the right. It's Center Ice Arena. Oh, we they know that play. area. Is it near American Pie? The old American Pie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We know that area. Yeah. Sit right there on the corner. Right. Sit right on the corner. Building on the right. Okay. And their their next home game, you can go to NA3HL.com and look up their schedule, hit the Capitals. Their next home game is uh, February 11th against Ulis. Okay. And and then they'll have three games in the first week of March, and then the playoffs will start. And they're drawing probably about – Oh, four to five hundred a night. The stadium holds about eight, about eight hundred. Wow, a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. Um, is that relatively did, new? They would, 
Yeah, it's new. Yeah, it's just, okay. the arena's open. It's been two years or so. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. I used to live in that side of town, yep. but it's been a while, so. I did, yeah. Yeah, that's right off right off 285, right when you get off 285. You know where Darrell used to right. live right there on that street? 285 yeah. and Rosal Road? Yeah, I know exactly where that yep. is. Yeah. Just yeah. go straight down Rosal Road and cross that bridge, and there it is. You can't miss it. You guys should mm-hmm. come and see it. You would love the, These kids are 18 to 20 years old. They're trying to play college hockey. Right. Some of them successfully do. They come from all over the world. Matter of fact, one of the, here, here's a political deal. Here's a political <laughs> connection. One of the kids is from, uh, well, one of the kids on this year's team and last year's team was from Wasilla, Alaska. Oh, wow. So uh, you guys know who was from Wasilla, Alaska, the vice presidential candidate, Sarah Palin. She's from Wasilla. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, so that well, means that she's going to come right. down here and watch some games? <laughs> no, I'm I very to catch much her. doubt it. <laughs> huh? I'd love to catch her. <laughs> well, you know, some prominent athletes have, but it was a long time ago. Uh, so. break, that's breaking news right there on the it show, is. right there. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a big rumor years ago. I, I won't go into it on the air, but uh, off the air, I bet I can make you guys laugh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's put it out there. Let's Believe make TMZ Sports tonight. Let's put it out yeah, there. Yeah, let's do it. We're not censored. Yeah, we're not censored. Yeah, we're, no, we, only get, we only got about 500 listeners a week, maybe 1,000, you know. But well, I put think it out what, there. this stuff is no secret, but right. it's inappropriate to uh, comment, I think, those things on the air unless you're uh, Howard Stern or something. Hey, we're, yeah. we're not you far got, from you it. Got a, you got a job. <laughs> yeah, we're not far from it. But yeah, you got a job. I understand where you're indeed, coming from. But, uh, that is that is good stuff. That's funny. Oh yeah, we're, we'll we'll definitely look into that. Oh, you can some tickets. Call me some tickets. I'm coming. Okay. Hey, call me. Call me some tickets. I'm coming to the hockey game. <laughs> well, you just come down there. They're eight dollars. Um, uh, it's it's really good entertainment. And uh, we, you know, we have a contender here in Atlanta in this, in this, for this hockey club. Right. And, and the game's a tremendous game. It really is. I just wish they could have kept the NHL here. Right. I think the big mistake was not putting the arena in the suburbs in Alpharetta where all that land was all that time instead of sticking yeah. it downtown. Right. So kind of like the Braves have done. Right. They've moved out to the suburbs. Whether you agree or not, they've done it. Yeah, it's um, a done deal. You know, <laughs> It's a done deal, and now yeah. traffic will be a bigger nightmare than it used to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's up here in my area, and it's already a big traffic area just with all the construction going on. All right, oh, guys. I can only imagine. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Um, before we go, uh, let's just talk about just one thing that happened today. About You guys hear about the uh, Devontae Freeman uh, okay. issue yeah. with his, uh, his agent. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, saying that uh, he needs to make the Falcons needs to pay him like the elite back that he is, and mm-hmm. it's kind of causing a little bit. Of, I don't know if it's causing a stir within the the players. I yet, mean, it's true. I think he's better than it's Coleman. It's true, but you don't do it before the Super Damn Bowl. Wait till yeah. after. <laughs> this is like Eugene Robinson all over again, right? Trying to get pumped up before the big game. Yeah, Kristen Campbell, man, she's, uh, you know, I think she was uh, quoted in saying that, and uh, she's the wife of Luther Campbell. I'm sure you guys know who that is. Oh, she's a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and an agent, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. A, she's a lawyer and an agent, yeah, yeah. I know her. But uh, do you yeah, think that's going to be a bad time? It is bad time, yeah. I think that's going to be a, 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 any distraction at all. I mean, not maybe with Devontae, but maybe uh, with the other players. I don't uh, think that's, I don't think they're worried about that. I think Freeman's going to go out there and yeah. run hard. 
get that Super Bowl ring so he can prove his point. So that might actually be a good thing. And now he now he's exactly. in, in the spotlight and he has to work his ass off. Exactly. Well, I, you know, I don't think that contract stuff is ever a distraction like he used to be back in the day. Um, you know, the agent can say what he wants. But to me, a good agent would let that go until after the Super Bowl is over. Exactly. And if Devontae <laughs> is the one that can nip that in the bug, but during media day saying, we're not here to talk about the co- my contract. We're here to talk about this team. We'll deal with a contract when it ends. And that, that'll, that'll mm. end it, period. Because the players are all focused in. They see they see the end. They actually see the end zone, no pun intended. Hey, I'm going to predict the future. Freeman's going to say at his press conference, I'm just here not to talk about my contract so I won't get fined. <laughs> oh, I have to talk or I'll get fined. Hey, I'm just here yeah. so I won't get fined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, it was a playoff of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right, guys, let's do, you know, we're, we're almost there. Uh, six days to the uh, Super Bowl. So, uh, Todd, we normally give our predictions on who we think are going to win and by how many points. And I think you already uh, gave yours. And you, we, Yep, I did. Then you said by how uh, many points? Uh, 31 to 30 is what I said. <laughs> I've been wrong all along, so I'm not going to be wrong one more time. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. All right. Todd says 31 to 30. <laughs> and I'm going to step in right now and say 34-28, New England. Oh. What about you, Al? What was mm. your prediction for the Super Bowl? Oh man, I'm not gonna give a score, man. I'm just gonna give a spread. I'm gonna stick with my my nine points. I think the Falcons win by nine. Okay. Well, man, yeah. you need to go to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hey, does I not. I've been I've been closer every week, man. <laughs> Don't go to Vegas. You are drink you are drinking that great Kool Aid, my black friend. <laughs> well, hey, been drinking all season. Say- been drinking well, it all season. Would say, "Whoa, wee, woo, wee." We should, <laughs> we should let you take us all to Vegas, and we should bet now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm rolling. Oh. I'm rolling with the birds too, and I'm I'm pulling the birds at least by going to go by seven. Yeah. The, the over under right now is sixty points. I mean that, and that right there in itself is nuts. You think these two teams combined crack sixty points? Anybody? I think so. Yeah, well, I did. I, I think so, too. To 30, so it cracked 60 points for me. But then again, yeah. who knows? Watch it end up being a 10 to 7 bout, and everybody's all shocked. You just never know. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be that low. No. <laughs> oh, I don't think so, neither. But you just never know at this point. It's Todd, where are you, where yeah. you, where are you I, watching the game? Where are you watching the game, Todd? Well, I'm going, that's interesting. I'm going to uh, Nashville here Friday night. I'm going to go watch the Detroit Red Wings play the National uh, Nashville Predators. I'm a Wings fan. I have family in Nashville. Okay. Uh, my wife and my son, were, were, uh, the other two boys are older, so, you know, they can't go. They have, you know, lives to, uh, you know, take care of. One's in college and right. Dylan works full time. And so the three of us will go. And then I'll host a party here at the house when I get back. I'll have about three hours to get it ready, and uh, that's what we'll do. We'll watch the game. All right, hey, we're coming. I was over. actually, I was actually, I was actually in Nashville uh, back in December, and it was the same weekend actually that the the Titans were playing the Packers, and uh, the hotel we were staying at because my wife works for a hotel franchise. They had so many Packers fans walking around there; it was nuts. It was just Cheesehead State for that one weekend. But Nashville's well, a very beautiful know, city. 
my wife's cousin works for the uh, Packers. So, oh, wow. um, you know, that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I, my kids, my kids, ironically, they're Steeler fans. My wife's family's from Western PA. Right. Uh, a long story short, they were up in Pennsylvania. Uh, my wife's uh, family showed up from Wisconsin that works for the Packers. They started showing the Super Bowl ring around. Lottie died. You know, this is really cool. They're sending me pictures. And I texted him. I said, do you know who Green Bay beat to get that Super Bowl? And my kids texted back and said, no. I said, Pittsburgh. And they said, we don't care. We're going to wear it anyway. So, you know, <laughs> story. And uh, they said, are you going to wear it? I said, no, son. I grew up a Lions fan. There's no way in hell I'm wearing a Packers Super Bowl right now. No, thank you. All right, right, before we go, uh, we we have, uh, it's Caitlin, we have a, uh, is Caitlin around? (laughs) I don't know how to describe Caitlin, but uh, Caitlin is. Caitlin who? Caitlin Jenner? Caitlin, yes. (laughs) Caitlin Jenner actually calls into our show and she's beeping my phone right now. So hang on one second, guys, and I will put her on. All right. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Hi. Hey, Falcons Podcast, what's up? Caitlin! <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, not much, Caitlin. Oh, no. <laughs> Good to hear from you with Caitlin. How, how has your week been? Are you excited about the Super Bowl? I'm excited about the Super Bowl. I went to a party last night for the SAG Awards. It it didn't turn out the way I, the way I planned. It, <laughs> it, 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 not at all. Oh, okay. I, I met this cute, cute guy, and he had on a shirt that said, The Rapist. So I hung around him all night long, and... By the end of the night, I realized he was a therapist. So, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting, interesting, yeah. interesting. Therapist, the rapist—they're all spelled the same. It's it's it's, it's confusing. <laughs> Who's this new guy? You know what this is spelling for me right now? Run. <laughs> hey, 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 you hey. can run, but you can't hide. I was in the Olympics, baby. But <laughs> well, Caitlin, we have we have Todd on the line, man. Uh, Todd. Uh, yeah, I've been listening. I heard Todd. Yeah, I love him. I love him. He's a he's a radio host as well, man. And he was kind enough to join us on this episode uh, of the podcast. Well, thanks for coming on, Todd. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Todd, you have to. Uh, yeah, Todd, you're doing great. He, he, he was talking about his wife and kids, so I'm just going to leave him alone. I know he's not up my alley, unless maybe I can get a couple of drinks in his system. <laughs> Good Lord, there. <laughs> Todd, Caitlin has no filter, but uh, she makes the end of the show very interesting, is all I can say. <laughs> hey, I, whatever floats somebody's boat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, Caitlin, who you who are you picking in the uh, in, in the Super Bowl? You you going with the birds this time? Finally? No, 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 no. I'm going with Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's I'm just going with him for the simple fact that he's beautiful, and beauty always wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not going to be beautiful after the game. Exactly. No, <laughs> well, don't worry. I'll, I'll I'll help him get back up to speed. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. You're my you're kind of, Jenner. Audio jungle. Todd, you're kind of quiet there. Yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a former Olympian. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> nice to know. Yeah. <laughs> Were you on a Wheaties box or a Wheaties hey, box? Listen, listen. Hey, okay, funny one. Funny one, LG. Funny one. 
listen, if the, if, 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 if the Falcons win, I'll give you guys what you want. A bukkake party at my house. Oh. <laughs> Todd's invited too. Come on over, Todd. <laughs> Well, I think I'm like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm with Todd. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. definitely with Todd now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. You can check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Twitter, and what'supfalcons.com. And uh, just give us a shout if you want to, you know, leave us a voicemail at 770-268-0555 or hit us up at what'supfalcons at gmail.com. And if that is or, it, what, what? Well, that's not it. I just want to say one thing. If you're looking for a really gay Super Bowl party, listen, I'm having one in my house. Troy Aikman's going to be there. Aaron Rodgers, Odell Beckham Jr., all those bad noise. They're going to be there. Just come on over. All right. So is gonna... Troy doing the game on Fox? Yeah. <laughs> well, then he can't be at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> Made a good point there, Caitlin. Todd, don't get don't don't get too technical. Just make sure you're there, and you bring some um, something for shaving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Todd, I'm was... nice. <laughs> All right, Todd, I want to thank you again, man, for for uh, for for hanging out with us, and uh, we hope you come back one one day. Oh, yeah, it's we, a lot of fun. We definitely hope you come um, back. You guys guys go do the Hawks and the Braves. I mean, I think baseball season will be fun to be able to uh, do this on a, a, you know, on a a, a once or twice weekly basis uh, and and talk about the Braves and the interesting season they may have this year or even talk about the Hawks right now. I mean, uh, there's a lot of good, pretty good things happening with them. Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of hard enough to get them to, to do just this show, so I'll take what I can get for this morning. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting too crazy. I like my black guys in pads and spandex. Live and unsexy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Muscular, sweaty football man. Right, guys. Yeah, bye to me. <laughs> well, she is a Kardashian, so I mean. <laughs> well, hey, it's not there's anything wrong with it. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh no, no. you don't want me to get the LGBT on you guys. So be nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're always nice, man. Hey, Caitlin, were you were you down at that parade in Atlanta when they started uh, pro- the women started protesting? Of course, I was there. I got double D's. I'm a woman. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to the Super Bowl parade today? Did you go to the pep rally today? Listen, I've been everywhere and anywhere. And uh, listen, I'm not offended by what Bill Cosby did. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Women's March to Bill Cosby. Okay. All right, guys. I think on that note, we should wrap this up. <laughs> and until you guys should, you guys should definitely wrap it up. I'm a Kardashian. <laughs> All right. Until after the Super Bowl, we will see you guys next week. See you at my bukkake party, fellas. <laughs> Todd, you're welcome. Come on over. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, Egg hey, Todd. Thanks again, buddy. Well, thank you, and uh, you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks for having me on. No problem. We'll be in touch. Todd, Todd, no problem. And just remember, I'm Caitlin, and I love you, and I have balls.
Yeah, I think I'm going to go see my wife here currently. I'll be up there. All right, guys. You'll later. see her, but you'll be thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, ladies. Hey, bikes. If I knew something's really wrong with me after all these years. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a while to figure it out. I didn't transition until I was 60. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> all right, guys, later. <laughs> later, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. What's up, everybody? This is Rock at the What's Up Falcons podcast, and uh, I'm here to talk to you, man, about the boatload of money you can make this week by betting on my bookie. You know who's going to win the game, right? Well, it's time to put your money where your mouth is, man. Get some money on the game and win big today. Join thousands of online players and start betting at MyBookie. That's why I'm urging you to make your way over to MyBookie. You win, they pay. Man, you're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They also have in-game live betting so you can even place a bet after kickoff. And unlike other websites you might find, MyBookie offers fast, no-hassle payments when you win. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit with a 100% bonus. But check this out, y'all. If you do it, use promo code WhatsUpFalcons, all one word, to activate the offer. Man, visit MyBookie today or call 844-900-BETS. That's 844-900-BETS. You play, you win, and you get paid. Expert or rookie, You gotta check out my bookie. Sign up today.